Hello and welcome to this week's This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and later in the show we'll be finding out how the women's team got on in their league fixture with Blackburn from Sunday. But before that it's to the men's team and Saturday's tough league game at Stafford Rangers. It was back to league matters for the Reds following their Manchester Premier Cup exit midweek at Withenshaw Town. Ball back with Withenshaw Town and uh, Gavadon is the man trying to get it back but it is now with Wilkinson. Wilkerson with a diagonal ball, a good searching ball there, which is uh, brought down well. And there's going to be an opportunity here for Withenshaw Town. Out to the right-hand side of FC Knights' penalty area. Back it comes to the penalty spot. Is the shot going to come in? It does. But and Withenshaw Town have taken the lead here. That was good play by Withenshaw Town, wasn't it? There's a diagonal goal. ball over to the left. And then they worked it out to the, the right-hand side. Defending, though, could have been a bit better. They weren't very tight. He had plenty of room to bring it under control and slot it in, but he, was, he finished it really, really well. You've got to give him full credit. Benito Lowe there scoring just on 15 minutes here at Withenshaw Town, who take the lead in this quarterfinals of the Manchester Premier Cup. And Donoghue now with the ball. Donoghue plays the ball forward, and Wilkerson's there once again. And dinks the ball over the top here to this right-hand side to Palmer, and it's the first-time ball there down the channel for Byrne to run onto. But uh, defended well, and FC United can get the ball out here with Guy Hall. Guy Hall plays the ball in field to Potts. Potts loses out. Ball baits to Gribbin, just in front of the away dugout. Gribbin, ball down that right-hand channel there for Gabidon. Gabidon takes the ball. Gabidon on the right-hand side of the box, crosses that ball in. And there's Hall on the back post. Linney got to the cross initially, and Linney just got the best he could on it. But uh, thankfully, Guy Hall was there on the back post. And right on the stroke of half time, it's 1 all. Guy Hall's first goal for FC. And it's substitute fullback to take this from the right hand side. In it comes. Dangerous ball in. And it's in off the post. And it's Brian scoring. Matthew Brian, yeah. 2 1 the score. He rose and uh, won the header well. And Lavercombe didn't really have a chance with that one. And on the hour mark, it's 2 1, Paul. Well, yeah, that's the difference between our delivery and their delivery. We've not found anyone in the box with our crosses. That free kick was pinpoint, and the marking wasn't that great, to be honest. The header, the header just clipped the inside of the post and went in, and Labakum couldn't get near it, but uh, that's the difference. And uh, throw and take him. Stanley gets the ball back to Armstrong. Sliding challenge comes in. Stanley gets the ball back. Stanley along the halfway line to Ennis. Ennis under pressure and loses out. And that's going to go in. It's a lob from distance. And it's a sensational goal. A famous goal for Wivishaw Town, I'm going to suggest. And that was a superb finish from Wivishaw Town, who now make it 3-1. It's that man low again. Well, Ennis was robbed on halfway. And he had the vision there to look up. He saw Labakum was some distance off his line and the lob was superb. FC Live there from Tuesday evening. And to hear now if FC United could return to winning ways on Saturday back in the league, let's hand over to Ben at Marston Road. Well, good afternoon everybody and welcome to FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army, and you join us here at the back of the main stand at Marston Road, the home of Stafford Rangers. And this afternoon, the home of Stafford Rangers against FC United of Manchester in the Northern Premier League Premier Division. Woodzo is with us. Hello, Woodzo. I was just suggesting that um, there's an opportunity here because 
a lot of the uh, playoff teams at the moment are taking on each other. Like Marine taking on Hyde United, Gainsborough Trinity taking on Radcliffe. Um, I mean, Warrington Town, they're outside the playoffs, but that's a tough game for South Shields. Yeah. So the door is it's slightly ajar, but we have to walk through it. Yeah, I mean, if we're on our game, you know, and we can handle the, the set pieces that we know if it's based on last season that will be coming, we'll do okay. You know, like, like we did last year, we, you know, we got 2-0 last year. If we're anywhere near, or even getting anywhere near Tuesday night, we're going on with nothing. It's as simple as that, you know, and it's a good opportunity, like you say, because teams playing each other, you know, we, we've got this one today, we've got Belper next week and Coles the week after. There's three good games there to actually consolidate ourselves up in that in and around that playoff area. But we've got to do our job. You know, yes, we end of the day, we've, uh, free, we've got to do our job. He's talking team sheet dealer, listener. I think he's not ba- Basically, enough. non-league football, it's all about team sheet wheelie dealing and that kind of thing. You've got to negotiate sometimes. And Perfect, that's excellent. Thank you very much. He's got three, dear listener. I've got three team he's sheets. He's got three. Good go. It's good I'm not doing anything today, isn't it? What were we saying, then? We were just talking about the door being open, potentially, teams playing each other. And I said, you know, today's a good... If, if we're on our game, we can we can do it today. We have to bounce back, though, don't we? We have to bounce back. performance, because you know. that was just flat, wasn't it, really? The bounce back has to be there. We've got to be on that game. But that's the same in, in most games. Even, you know, next week it's on to Belper, who... You know, we, we won quite easily at their place early in the season. They're still down the bottom of the league. It's still going to be a tough game because everybody wants to beat us. And that's not an excuse. That's a fact. You know, people want to beat us. Even when we're, we're struggling at the bottom half of the table, people still want to beat FC United. And, like, and we get that. And we know that. But that means we've always got to be on top of our game every week. Now, can I, can I ask this question? You, can. you can't have a, like a kind of victim complex if you're not careful. You can. Of course you can. Of course you can. I'm pretty sure people want to beat South Shields. I'm pretty sure people want to they beat... They do. But, so but, but, but South Shields are probably in a similar boat to us. You know, us and South Shields bring the crowds. So these players who are used to playing in front of, you know, 400 maybe, that crowd could be double today. And they want to put a show on against... So, so they raise it up. They come to Broadhurst Park and they're playing in front of, you know, 1,700 or whatever it is, 1,500. They want to put a show on. And you, you're absolutely right, Ben. We know that. And it's not an excuse. It is a reason. It's a fact. I don't think people, players get up for it when they're playing the likes, I don't know, when they're playing Belper as much as they play for, for FC. It's understandable. But we have to have players in that game who accept and understand that and have to raise their game. Because if they're playing at 10% below their usual game, yeah, we don't get the results or we don't play as well as we should do. So, but that, so that's every game, that. Today's no different. Tuesday night we saw it where we were not on it for whatever reason, not up for it. I had one eye on today a team who wanted to win, a team who we didn't want to compete with, whatever you, whatever it was on Tuesday, it doesn't matter. That's gone. Been done. <laughs> Sit and heal on Tuesday. You draw a line under it. He'll have done his work at half-time and at full-time, but his, his piece today should be, in my opinion, that's gone now. We've got to concentrate on today. We're out of the cup. We lost poorly to a lower division side. That happens. Forget about it. And it's got, we've got to go back up the M6 today, whatever cliche you want to use about motorways. I don't think I'm going to go back up the M6. That traffic looks It's going to be cleared by 4.30, they, they predict. They predict. That's what they predict. Right. Um, um, one thing that we did, I think I predicted at full time, that we wouldn't see three at the back again after, we after won't. Tuesday's we won't today. performance. We won't. Now, you're saying that, Woodso, but we've got three centre-backs We are, players. but he's just been talking to two of them down here separately. Okay, what does that mean? That means he was talking to, them, to the two centre-halves. So are we suggesting that Curtis Jones is going to be playing in midfield? Yes. Yes, he was just talking to Halls and Palinkas. So to me, they're, they're, they're the two centre-half pairing. If you look at the midfield, though, it's going to be, I'd say, Potts and Jones. 
personally. Uh, with Linny up front, Donahue one side. See, personally, I play Gribbin at number 10. I'd love to just see him give him the ball, just say, free reign, go and do, it, do, go and do your stuff. I think Donahue will play number 10. I think Gribbin will play one side. I think Stanley will play the other. And I think Potts and Jones will play in the middle. Because he, he was critical of the midfield on Tuesday. We gave man of the match to Jan Palinkas. The, the reason why we did that, he was the only player who I felt, and I think I think the comments team shared this view, yeah. and a couple of supporters nearby who we who we brainwashed during the <laughs> nine minutes. Yeah, we did. <laughs> he was the only player who was who was prepared, I think, for that level of pressure that Wibbenshaw put on us. Uh, he was the only one ready for it. Well, the only I two thought. players that came out with any credit was him and Gabadon, and Gabadon faded as you would expect in a game where we weren't really doing much in attack, but he, he was doing everything he could do. Palinkas was, to me, was the only one who, who handled best. Yeah. Not well, but best, no. what was coming at us. He was a six out of ten. He was, he was, but everybody but that, else was that, four that and, was, yeah. four exactly. and a half exactly. best, exactly. so yeah, absolutely. No, I, 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 I agree, and I think it's good he's got a start today. We were talking to the car on the way down, you know, he's not getting a lot of minutes, more minutes, he's probably getting less minutes than he probably expected. It's good to see him start today. Let's, you know, it's going to be a physical game, but he's up for. I think he's up for the physical. He's not the biggest lad in the world, but I think he's always up for the physical battle. Let's draw our attention to uh, the challenge of Stafford Rangers Wood. So I'm predicting if Stafford predicting, have a throw in anywhere near the halfway line, it's going straight into our penalty. Well, they area. were last year from halfway yeah. line, weren't Tom- they? Thomas Tonks is. Um, a brilliant footballer, but he's also got a very long throw. They're as good as free kicks, aren't they? Let's be honest. Uh, they were last year. We dealt with them pretty well. I, th- I, th- I think there was one chance. I recall one chance in the first half at the, at the clubhouse end where it nearly went in off. Of, I think it was flicks on it. It went wide. I don't think we, there was much else last season. We, we handled it fairly well. Well, from, but, me- from memory, yeah. Ali Wadika scored his, his first two goals for the club. He did. And there were goals that were basically almost given to us. Uh, they were, uh, one of them was a goalkeeping mistake, if, if memory serves. Um, so, hello. Oh, good afternoon. Hello, Stattle Paul's with us. What should we know? What should we know about okay. this fixture? Well, Stafford Rangers beat us once here, and we're rewarded with relegation. That'll teach you. So they've not lo- they've not won since. They've learnt the lesson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they would have been frustrated though. Like we were just touching upon last year. They, they were. They were frustrated last year because it's like two mistakes. I think wasn't we it? lived we lived on we lived on the edge a bit in the first yes. half, and then counterattacked twice early in the second half and scored, and then put the shutters up. The shutters were needed because of that long throw, which we've already trailed. I mean, it's it is pretty impressive. Yeah, if you're going to win at Stafford, you've got to be able to win all the headers in the box. I think you've got that's the first requirement, and you've got to challenge them in all areas of the pitch. Interesting, I mean, we, we were touching upon Tuesday night, you have to draw a line under it, don't we? There are three centre-backs playing, but I agree with Woodside, I, I don't think Jones is going to be playing centre-backs. Jones so. is going to be playing further forward, and I think also we've got to see more from the midfield today than we did in midweek. We were pretty woeful at times, the way we passed the ball, that the service to the front men, front man was lots of aimless long balls going, going to opposition players. So, big improvement all round needed from Tuesday. Woodso, do you reckon um, Stafford had anyone at that game on Tuesday? Because there's not too much you can read into a County Cup game. Not really. There, but I, mean, I mean, if there was, but the, he was probably pleasant surprised with the team we put out. Because normally, a, you know, it's, yeah. like say, it, it's, it's, it's peripheral players, isn't it? Um, Our players were pretty peripheral. If they did, they probably had to have paid to get in, like everybody else had to. But let's not go down that route, eh, Paul? <laughs> um, 
I think I should have paid to get out. <laughs> yeah, we are, yeah, yeah, that's a good point, that, yeah. Um, possibly, but they wouldn't have got much out of it, to be honest with you. Hopefully they did, and hopefully they've gone well. He played, and he was he was rubbish. He played, he was rubbish. He played, he was. This is easy, lads. Hopefully that's that's the team talk for Stafford. It probably isn't. <laughs> Neil's team talk has pretty much written itself, hasn't it? After Tuesday, he did want to. He was philosophical. It is about drawing a line under Tuesday night. I mean, it's just one of them things, isn't it? You we sure wanted wanted it more. I don't think we're ever going to come across a team in the league who were that determined, I don't think, over the course of a whole 90 minutes. It's not the first time we've, we've been knocked out by a lower-level club who've, who've battled harder. So it's not, like, um, it's not like an unknown thing for FC. We've done it ourselves against bigger clubs. So we know all, all about this kind of cup contest where a bigger club plays a smaller club. But um, this is the league, and it's a completely different animal, isn't it? Especially in this division where everyone beats everyone else. Well, the teams are now coming out, so let's hand over to Iceberg Commons team. This is FC Live, brought to you by ConstructedCoding.com and the Armchair Army. And here's James Quinn and Stato Paul. In set piece looking the most likely way a goal is going to happen in this game. Now, this is a good look now. Linney battling in the box. Linney left footed. Belford with a save. Well, that was uh, good from Linney. It was a long ball forward. Linney uh, chasing with Ethan Stewart there. And Linney onto his left foot. First time shot and... Uh, Stuck his leg out there, did uh, Cameron Belford to make the save. Not a brilliant save, but a save that had to be made. And FC have a corner on the left-hand side. Curtis Jones uh, will try to scissors kick it away, and it's helped. It's helped by Donahue in the end on the halfway line. Burns plays it back. Donahue will press Ethan Stewart. Kiwamia loses possession. FC trying to bring it forward quickly, and here's Linney. Linney now to his left. Connor Stanley. Connor Stanley back to Potts. Potts now, centre field. Gribbin. Gribbin now moves into midfield. Linney. Linney being pressurised and outnumbered and outmuscled there. And the Stafford bring it away and the flag staying down here for Morgan. Morgan brings it into the box. He's got Palinkas with him. Morgan right footed shot. Parry. Rebound chance. Goal. Morgan with the shot. And the rebound is picked up by Alex Kawamia there. And uh, he was just wanting more on FC there. Not tracking back effectively. And uh, first to Alex Kawamia there. Uh, just had a tap in. It's a decent save from uh, Lavakam, but just uh, didn't get enough on it really to get into safety. And it went right into the path, Kawamia. And Stafford Rangers into the lead here on, uh, in the 36th minute. Stafford Rangers 1, FC United of Manchester 0. Well struck shot by Morgan to be fair. Lavakam got hands to it but uh, again as you said, Kiwami was quicker than the defender and you just can't afford that kind of thing in your own penalty area. Now it's Gribbin, now he finds uh, Wallerton. Wallerton now can he find quality from that right flank? Gribbin, Gribbin has it now, Gribbin. Gribbin to maybe dribble into the box, looks for a give and go Linney on the turn, Linney across near post and it bounces off uh, well, Belford with a save, but then ricochets off. Uh, maybe it was Stanley, but it's a goal kick to Stafford Rangers. Wallerton has the ball. He's under pressure. Plays it back to Andy Halls. Halls, five on his back to uh, square ball to Palinkas. Four on his back. Forward to Potts. Palinkas again. Ooh. And just on side is Morgan to make one-on-one. A chance for 2-0 here, but he puts it wide. 
Well, he just snatched it with his left foot. It was a marginal decision. I reckon he was level. But anyway, he's given onside, and really that could have been two. From the right-hand side, in comes the cross. Gribbin with a header. It kind of goes across the box there. It's picked up on the left-hand side and flicked over there by Tonks. And it's a header, and it's just wide, and another golden opportunity is spurned this time by Lewis Morrison. Low ball in, cleared by Halls. And now Linney on the break. Linney, can he make the, oh, make the right pass? Not quite, except great work. And now Linney on the left-hand side with a return ball. Linney into the box. Linney across. Gavidon can't quite get there. It was played across to him, but too close to Belford who got there. Well, FC with a break there. and uh, Got to credit Belford there, I think. Stanley flicks it back now. Ennis. Ennis out to the right flank. It's going to be a pursuit for Wallerton to keep it in. He keeps it in. Wallerton. Wallerton being harassed and harried. Brings it infield as Wallerton. Finds uh, Donahue Square ball. Ennis tries to thread it in. Stanley on the turn. Stanley jinking. Our left flank now. Armstrong. Low ball in. And Rodwell Grant puts it over the bar. Left footed first time. Gets right underneath it. Goal kick. Good play from FC. And then it's hooked away. Oh, well, he's not... We get three of the four added minutes, and uh, to be brutally honest, uh, I'm not sure FC could have done anything in that final minute, but, well, this is a uh, Spartan time for FC, and, uh, well, Stafford Rangers deserved winners by the fact they have found the net, really. FC had their chances at the early part of the second period. They had their chances, too. Uh, Paul, a quick word from you. I think it was the kind of game where nil-nil wouldn't have flattered either side. Stafford took their chance in the first half and from FC's point of view, we just didn't create enough. We didn't get enough chances around the box, we didn't test Belford enough um, and we've come away with nothing and we probably don't deserve much more. How frustrating is that, Paul, the fact that when we wanted to carve them open, we did it twice, but we still didn't test Belford. No, I mean, I think he's had a pretty cushy afternoon. He's been able to stand, stand there and watch the game unravel in front of him and launched a few big kicks down the field, wind-assisted. But, um, yeah, I think Stafford had three good chances early in the second half to put the game to bed. We survived it, but we didn't, we didn't take advantage of those let-offs. What do, we, what do we take from today? I mean, I, I, I think that the, the idea of playing linear alone up front has run its course and I think we really need to think of something different because Linney is week in week out he's fighting a lone battle up front and for some weeks he's got us out of jail but he can't continue to keep doing it and there's a chronic lack of goal scoring outside of Regan Linney and that's a problem within the team and somebody's got to come in and start scoring goals whoever it is whether it's a player in the squad now or a player to come in we're just hanging our hat on one player all the time the support up to, up to Linney wasn't good. When Linney, when Linney was forced wide with the long ball, not many players are busting their gut to get forward in support. And that's where the goals should be coming from. But there's either a reluctance or a lack of fitness or something that means players just don't want to get forward. And without, unless we get more red shirts pouring, pouring into their box, goal scoring is going to be quite a rare event. Yeah. Uh, is that sorry, sorry oh, but um, no uh, question again for you, Paul? Was there any lack of effort? Did you feel from the team tonight? 
application more than effort. I, think. I mean, the, the, there was a sense, I think, felt by some that on Tuesday night there was a bit of saving saving themselves for the for the league, that there was players maybe not going in for every tackle. I don't think that you would level that at the side today. No, I, I think possibly the manager has to start looking at the tactics more than the, the application or the work rate. Maybe we're not getting the best out of the players that we've got on the pitch. And maybe that's something he needs to look at and maybe have a rejig, a rethink. I mean, Donoghue was we're playing to the left, would you say? Is he? Is his best position in the creative kind of role that, say, Griffiths would well, also play? Well, in? Paul was mentioning the fact we're reliant on Linney for goals. I'd argue a fit Donoghue would, would certainly push Linney for goals from midfield, certainly. We're looking at our midfield, who's going to score goals. You've got Gribbin and then probably Donoghue. But at the minute, I, think, I don't think Donoghue's quite, quite there yet. But I think he definitely needs to be playing in that role. We've got a lot of skill in the team. A lot of skill and a lot of quality. But it's not combining. You know, look, look at the players on the pitch we've had, like Gribbin, Stanley, Donoghue. We should be creating more chances. Uh, How much of that is to do with Stafford, though, in all Stafford fairness? I mean, I, I was looking at those two centre-halves and they were winning pretty much everything. That was, that was lump forward. But a lot of it was just, as you said, yeah. lump forward. But lumping the ball, we should be better than lumping the ball forward. But on the receiving end, when we when we were on the receiving end of a, of a lump ball forward, we were there was an odd occasion of lapse concentration which they didn't have. Playing for mistakes, which is it's, <laughs> yes. it's visiting percentage dot com, isn't it? <laughs> Instead of being creative, other websites are available. You know, <laughs> if we keep lumping the ball forward and hope the centre back's going to make an error, eventually we'll score. But it could be three or four games. They weren't making that error. And like um, James says, um, it could have been six, seven, eight minutes of added time. I don't think we would have scored this afternoon. No. I thought Connor Stanley really showed a lot of running and intent and pace, but probably not enough pro- product. But then, when then, where was any of the end product, really? Neil, thanks for joining us. Um, in particular, what was missing today for FC? We, we made one mistake. You, might, you know, unless you were here... And no disrespect to any fan, you might not have seen what the mistake was, but we're attacking. Regan gives the ball away, you're allowed to give the ball away. The centre-half isn't touched tight on his man, he spins in one ball, they get him behind, the keeper saves it, he scores the back post. That is everything we work on, but I can't I can't control that individual. I can't say, go and get tight, you know your roles and responsibilities, and, and you don't do it. It's deflating, the lad's... Are so good going, kind of going that way, but we we work on the things going the other way, and to concede that goal the way we did, it's you say what you want about me, team, individuals. We've done enough to win the game. Done enough to win the game. We switch off once, and but I'm getting bored of it, and that's why I said in midweek I wasn't going to press the panic button uh, and bring in recruits and people saying how many players have they used. We're crying out for a centre half that organises play. We're crying out for a midfielder that, that organises play. We're crying out for, you know, a different option at the top end, but obviously money talks. But we we, we need we need people now to, to really step up, and it bothers me, it hurts me, James. I'm wounded. But um, there's a lot of skill in the team on on that field today, but it's not quite coming off. Is there anything? Are you thinking about maybe formational things? No. Is it, I mean, I mean, you don't think that the, the, the lone striker, which Linney is, he looks very isolated sometimes. You don't feel that's something you want to you no. look at? 
in training on Thursday, you've got to come and watch me. It's not a lone strike. And I've just, I've just said to Donners and to Connor yeah. and to Callum, how many times did you break the lines to get in beyond Regan Linney? How many times? The answer's zero. How many times, Dante, did you break it when you come on? The answer's it. The only person who break past was Charlie Ennis when he came on and he's 33. All we work on in training is Reeves getting hold of it, setting the three going down behind the one, the two squeezing, the four going up to the halfway line. You cross the white line and if they're not capable and not wanting to do it, then that's where you've got to make changes. It looks brilliant, James, all nice and one touch. And so if we don't work on that, people are going, it's your style of football. It's not. The individuals have got to take responsibility on the pitch. And that's not, I've had a shot. That's not, that's playing the system and getting up a lot. And Regan's going in the second half. He's occupying two. And that's the bit that runners have got to go in behind in the midfield of presses. But listen, no, if, if it's me, they're not listening. I, I don't know, but I, I just think we need a, a different dimension of somebody like a Roy Keane, Brian Robson, who will run in behind the front man. And yeah. I've just used him as an example. So yeah, so that will that answer that question very well. So it's about players maybe not replicating what they're doing mm. in the training. Um, having said that, Rodwell Grant came on and had a really guilty. Was that, was, that was lovely play? Should score. And uh, yeah, and uh, so that must have been uh, a frustration for you um, in terms of. Stafford were a team that did a lot of spoiling, a lot of pressing. Do you are you, are you happy with the, your team when they're under pressure on the ball and making the right decisions and getting rid of it quickly enough, being creative enough, or do you find the side wasteful sometimes? Yeah, very pressure? wasteful. I mean, well, they don't play a great deal of football, but the beat was one 0 So what does it say about us? They've got back to front. They've got a throw in that throws the length of the pitch. They've got they play very much old school football and, and I know if I set up and did that there'd be booze it'd be, you know, we're trying to do things the right way but it's not coming off so there's still you know, kind of elements of frustration you know the lads are, the lads are in a dip since the points deductions since they're within sure they're, they're mentally drained at the minute we're trying to do things behind the scenes to pick them back up they feel that every time they've made a mistake it's going against them you've said it today with Yanni makes one mistake but he's had a good game and we get punished it's, it's a tough time at the minute and what do you do you either drop to your knees or you roll your sleeves up and, and go again but but we are desperately in need of a couple of new faces you know maybe your old school kind of centre half who's, who's a talker and you know we're in talks with them you know but we, we haven't got a magic wand at the minute and we, we can all do what we can do Next week, um, home Belford Town had a win today at Morpeth, so they're sort of on the bounce back. So, and um, what sort of game are you expecting um, home to Belford? Same. Steve Kittrick's side will go back to front. They'll, they'll squeeze, they'll play second balls. You know, Steve stood in our, in our dressing room. I know exactly the way they'll play. You know, it's a Saturday. You know, there's already hype around that. The lads are already hearing the noises that we don't win at home on a Saturday, and we've got to keep it positive. I've got to say to the lads, listen, it's a new day, it's a new dawn. You know, the, you keep saying you can't beat Warrington Morpeth. Shields, Matlock, and become a bad side. We, we just we dipped in in confidence. We, we we're kind of not, and this is where sometimes just a new voice comes in and um, into into the into the team, you know, and, and plays a, maybe a different style. Uh, but we've we've got to we've got to still be positive. We've got to get in this week. We've got to do the right things, and and our luck will turn. There's a group of fixtures now coming up. Uh, I wanted a point today, and we didn't get it. it. Was a group of fixtures coming up that if you start taking points, putting points on the board. Come Christmas, the league table looks a, a lot rosier, but uh, we've just we've just got to keep going, James. Well, FC dropped to eleventh, but only three points off the playoffs. It's that tight. There's been more interesting mm. results today. But look, thanks for joining us. Safe home. Um, those players are good, and it's just I think it is. A, I think it's a mental thing as much as anything at the moment. So uh, no, um, big shoulders. You know, we've got a big week, and you know we all want to win football games. And you know the lads are the lads are the lads are great, and. 
and we gutted. You know, I feel that we let the fans down, but not in the style of play, not the playing, just the, the result today. So, you know, let's, we'll draw the positives and then we'll go again next week. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there. And the Reds return to action this Saturday with a home game at Broadhurst Park as FC hosts Belper Town. Admission will be pay on the gate, £12 for adults, £7 concessions, £3 under 18s, while under fives are free with a paying adult. Kickoff on Saturday will be at 3pm. But as always, if you cannot make the game in person, then we'll of course have full coverage on FC Radio from 2.30pm. To the women's team now, and on Sunday, FC United return to league action as the Reds hosted Blackburn. Let's hand over to Ben and Paul now with all the goals. Well, good afternoon everyone and welcome back to Broadhurst Park. And you join us here for Women's Team Live at the back of the main stand as FC United are on the 3G this afternoon, back in league action, hosting Blackburn Community. And here for a little chat pre-match. So welcome back to Stato, Paul. Hello, Paul. Good afternoon. So back at it today. Um, What should we know? before today's game um, Blackburn have won three and lost three of seven games a bit inconsistent um, if, we, if we talk about the big three they've already lost to Salford Lionesses and Cheadle um, they did have a remarkable win at Crewe winning 6-5 now we saw Crewe recently and beat them quite convincingly so they've had a mixed bag of results and we played them before and beaten them so of course we should have played them last week but the game was postponed so uh, hopefully we'll do the business again today and obviously it's on the back of, this is back to league matters after the, the FA Cup exit. Tough result to take that one against Mersey Rail, but this is bread and butter, isn't it? Yeah, this is the real thing. And um, obviously we've still got a 100% record that we're quite proud of and we're determined to hang on to. Absolutely. I'll bring you, I'll bring you the team news in a second, but we're about to get this game underway here on the 3G pitch. It's uh, a delightfully autumnal afternoon here in North Manchester it's the sun just barely shining through the clouds very moody but I like it well we're underway here in North Manchester and uh, let me give you the starting 11s for FC United just as soon as this ball goes out of play it's uh, Donald Maver, Marsh Ogden Patient Bertwistle Stopford Reeves Dixon Kelly and Skipper Chambers uh, he's uh, rung the changes there Paul yeah I think um, some players are unavailable for various reasons work usually is the problem so I guess that's why Chelsea Flanagan's not involved so just a reminder everyone uh, we are about roughly four miles away from the pitch at the back of the main stand on a balcony way off <laughs> where the actual 3G pitch is uh, we don't have binoculars maybe that's something we should look into and a free kick in a dangerous position here Paul for Blackburn yeah we've seen a few players uh, rifle goals in from this kind of position in the past so uh, good test for Donald this yeah, it looks like Katie Matthews is going to be taking this one for the visitors. Katie Matthews then with this free kick on her right foot. In it comes. Oh, it's a good free kick. It hits the bar. There's a rebound there. And that is over the bar and onto the light-bound road. And a huge let-off there for FC United. Bit of an arm wrestle quality to this game at the moment. Good ball over the top. And Chambers gets to it. Chambers from the left. Cross that ball in. It's just over the head of Dixon. But Dixon can keep the ball in play. On the right-hand side of Blackburn's penalty area. On the byline. Beats the defender. Dixon still with the ball. Is she going to go for goal? She does. The goalkeeper saved it. The deflection then hit a defender. And it just trickled over the line. A very fortunate goal there for FC United. But I'm sure they'll take it, Paul. And FC United take the lead here. Yeah, Dixon uh, was was tight on the touchline there. And instead of 
trying to fire a low cross in. She tricked away past the uh, the opposition player and um, got herself a sight of goal from a tight angle, and the goalkeeper got to it. But uh, of course, the the onrushing defender couldn't help herself and uh, just touched it into her own goal. Reeves out to the left hand side. Dixon's on side. Dixon keeps the ball in play. Dixon on this left hand side, back down the line, plays it to Kelly. Kelly now on the right foot, goes for goal! Oh. Kelly there with a screamer. Wow. 43 minutes on the clock. FC United doubling their lead. FC a bit fortunate with the first goal. Nothing fortunate about that one, Paul. And that was a terrific strike from, what do you reckon, 25 yards? A bit more? A bit more, I think. Yeah. So there's the penalty area, 18 yards or so. It was it's really, 30 yards easy. It was hammered into the far corner and uh, the poor keeper in that, that situation there didn't have a prayer. Kelly now over the halfway line. Kelly still with the ball. Can't quite find Smith. Back to the goalkeeper. Harvey clears it. Chambers brings it down. Chambers now driving forward. Chambers does well. Chambers feeds that ball through there to Smith. Smith rounds the goalkeeper. Rounds the last defender. Smith then rolls it into the net. And right on 90 minutes, FC United make it 3-0 and secure all three points. Well, it looked like it wasn't going to come this afternoon, but uh, Smith did beautifully there, being played in by Chambers. And she drew the keeper, went round the keeper and just slotted it in. And probably that's the only way we're going to score, by getting the ball past the keeper before the shot goes in. Got a minute of added time now. Yeah, and uh, well, Kelly's there. Kelly reads that cross and then plays it to the back post. And there's Chambers and... Uh, Great stuff there from FC United, scoring right on full time. Kirsty Chambers with a tap in, but it was Kelly who made that goal. She she pounced on a loose pass at the back, and uh, then just had the peace of mind to play that ball along the goal line to Chambers on the back post, and it was a tap in four nil. Paul, that was a great way to finish the game. Well, what we did today was show our goal touch at the end of each halves, interestingly. But in between that, it was a bit of a toil to hit the target at times but um, I think you know you look at the goal attempts uh, 32 goal attempts this afternoon that kind of suggests that FC should have got more than four but you've got to create Blackburn they, they played played a good game today it was a good clean game they came forward and looked for goals and unfortunately didn't get anything for their rewards but 4-0 uh, looks a very good result doesn't it play of the match poll is an interesting one because you, you said I've got, I've, got, I've got it I've got it in my brain so Ellie Kelly. Yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, great minds think alike and all that. But I think... Not just for the goal. Not just for the goal. I mean, no. uh, throughout the whole 90, there was energy. Great skill. I think what James is going to be most pleased about with this performance today is that we've managed to get four goals and three points in third gear. But Ellie Kelly's been in, f- in fifth gear all the way through that game. Yeah. Um, I mean, she beats players so, so yeah. easily. And bear in mind that she's playing like a defensive role now. But she comes forward with such confidence. So she's effective in so many areas of the pitch. And right at the end there, she's, she's got an assist. Yeah, she scored a worldie today. Yeah. And she's got an assist from left back. Yeah. So you, you can't ask for much more, no, really, can you? you really can't. And once again, I've said this many times, full back, best position on the pitch. Yeah, and Ellie I Kelly's, used to play full back. Uh, Ellie Kelly's uh, proved it right there. Uh, we are going to be hearing from James Mulville. Next up for FC United, we've got uh, Salford City away. It is at Partington Sports Village. Uh, that game will be taking place next Sunday. We're not too sure if we're covering that game yet. Depends on the weather forecast at the time. 
I'm not fully convinced, to be honest with you. Hi, James. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm yeah? all right. There's a mission to get up here. <laughs> well, welcome uh, after after that victory there. I was. I just said then. I think the most pleasing thing for you will be that we've managed to get four goals, three points, and not really been at 100 percent all the way through, and and just and just got it nailed. Yeah. Do you know what he was? Um, listen, if we sit there and say was that the best performance we've had all year, probably not. Um, I just said to the girls then we finished four nil. Clean sheet, got some injured players back. Um, good, good for for players like Liv Smith to come on, get a goal. Uh, good for Chloe to come back and um, kind of make an appearance after being out for so long. Uh, Alicia coming back in, Alicia Marsh getting her some decent minutes. So it's one of them games where you finish it and you go, teams are going to look at it and go, oh, they've done well there, they beat them four 0 But they were a half decent side, like they were organised, they made it difficult. Um, they didn't really show us anything too much, I think. When they had chances, it was it was half. We yeah. created them. Like we 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 caused some problems ourselves. But um, I was messing about with a few things today, like trying to trying to see. It's one of them games. Like uh, we should have probably put it to bed early on in the second half. But uh, they stayed in fair play. Some they stayed in survived. But I think the quality just shone through for our girls in the end. And how tricky was this game in the fact that obviously it comes off the back of the FA Cup and Mersey Rail. There was obviously a game postponed last week. Was was that handy to have that weekend off just to recuperate with, with things? Because you know now, now we're seeing a, a pitch with Alicia Marsh on and, yeah. and Chloe Ainsworth, and clearly, oh yeah, it for, did help for, for sure. Definitely, we've, we've, we have been picking up a couple of knocks, and I think half of it's been my fault. Like I do, I do push them hard. Like I've been pushing them hard in training, um, and we have had to kind of cut down a bit of the volume. Like we've been going really physical, so it, it's been good us having that week off. We we I give them such off training give them the week off and I know in past years we've said oh we need to get them in on a Sunday and work them hard and like but I think for me like the mentality is, is important in this group this group are a really positive group and um, we knew this week was going to be a challenge because they, they've been scoring goals from set pieces these we, yeah. we've, we've had a bit of um, a bit of insight into how they play and you can see early on like the first I think the girl hits the bar in the first half and I was like that's that's a shot across the barrel that but listen the break did as well it really did do as well and I think I, I'm not sure how the results have gone. There's been one other game in the league this day. Um, it was Tramway and Curzon, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I knew it was. I knew they were drawing, but uh, fingers crossed. We, well, it's one of them. I don't. I don't really know who I want to win or lose in that one. <laughs> I, I think. Uh, Ker- oh, it's it's two all. Two all at I, the minute. Well, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll Tramway take, with a late equaliser. I'll take a draw there. To be honest, it, it, it's one of them teams dropping points everywhere around us. Um, for us to to open up now and go three points clear. Um, is massively important still with games in hand. Yes. So um, I've said this, we've missed the game out now. I hope we get fixtured in where we're supposed to play Wigan. Um, the goal has always been to have 30 points at Christmas. So if we do get there, um, I've said it to the girls non-stop, once we get that gap and, and we get the six points, the seven points, yeah. eight points ahead of teams, that's when teams will start quitting. They'll start realising it's too much of a task. So we need to get teams quitting as soon as possible. Um, we've given play of the match to Ellie Kelly. Yeah. Um, we said in a game where FC United really been in third, fourth gear, she's actually been in fifth all the way through. A, a worldy oh, strike in the screamer. right at half time, and then just to top it all off, right at the end there, oh, I might as well get involved in this and get an, an assist right at full time. Um, what performance? Hey, honestly, Ella Kelly's is a coach's dream. Like she's, I think I've played her at left back, right back, right wing, left wing, midfield. Like I've, I've put her everywhere and. She doesn't look out of place anywhere. If you have, <laughs> if you had eleven Ellie Kellys, you'd honestly you'd win every league that there is and every trophy to win. But um, she was class today, and I think, do you know what I mean? I think Shanice Reeves was brilliant in the midfield. Yeah. Like um, you might not be able to hear it from up here, but she she's constantly, constantly commanding and telling everyone, like to the point where she's she's telling people where to stand and where they need to go. And all right, it's your turn to go there, and it's. It, 
I think I heard Reynolds talk about it where he's, he's probably missing someone who's, who's commanding the midfield and, and operating and telling people what to do and it, I think uh, uh, Shanice Rees, like the, the men, if the men had someone like that in the minute, it'd be a massive addition to the squad. Like she's one of the best players we've got. Yeah, definitely. Um, Salford next. Yeah, next Sunday uh, at Partington. Um, what's your what's your thoughts on on that one? Well, listen, they, they, they've just um, the managers just just left. So, um, but uh, as we found out for Mersey Rail, that that can go one or two ways. So um, we know they're a good team. They know we've got confidence. Um, we know they've got some quality players, like some players who used to play for us, like Bex Foster's there, and we know it's going to be a challenge. We know it's going to be a physical one as well. Like they're they're not going to come and, and like when we play, then we go up, over to Partington. It's not going to be a walk in the park. But I think we got away with it today. A few chances where we missed them. Like I said, the first half I read out, we had like I think we had about eighteen, seventeen chances in the first yeah, half. Yeah, with the. the, the ch- the saves that the, the goalie's made, uh, we've had new Paul back here, but I think he was approaching 30 shots at goal. Yeah. And the goalkeeper's not really made that many. She's not really done much, actually. No. So this is what I said to the girls. I said, first half, I, th- I think it was 17 at half time. I said, if we're going to be getting 34, 35 by the end of the day, you, you've got to be winning 5, 6, 0. That, that's, it's something that we, we can't go away from for anything less than that. But I think we've missed Paige Stockford first half. She makes the defender then the yeah. keeper yeah. and it just goes wide <laughs> Libby Dixon goes the wrong side of the keeper it just goes wide like well, I, don't, I don't if you get Libby Dixon on and she played till next week I don't think oh, she would have scored I, I just said game. this I started laughing so. I, went, I went honestly I said I've never seen someone run so much and create so much and just, it just doesn't go in the net but Libby's like that Libby, on a day though Libby score five and, and, sh- and you go yeah, yeah if you could do that every week but um, it's been a, it's been a listen it's been a nice way to finish like we, we had a bit of a knock of confidance um, in the last week when we played uh, Mersey Rail but the girls new that they're a group that's resilient like we know it's one game at a time three points at a time three points at a time um and they know they, listen we had goals at the start of the year of winning these trophies and getting where we wanted to get in the fa cup but we all know deep down at the big ones the league like yep. regardless of what anyone says you wear pep guardiola talk about at city like oh it's great to champions league and all these things but but the league's the one like that's the one you work at week in week out and um we've got one step closer one step closer women's team manager james mulverhill there after that 4-0 win from sunday and on that positive note, that's it for this week's This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.